safe to assume, maybe not, I don't know, I'm pretty sure, that we all have friends and we are all friends to someone else. Is that fair? And since that's true, then we can probably begin to put names and faces to what we're about to talk about. You see, it was Mr. Philosophy himself, Mr. Aristotle, who said that there are three kinds of of friendships that we have. Three kinds of friendships that I bet you can begin to identify people with. First are the friendships that are based on utility. In other words, these are the friendships you have because you get something out of the friendship. There's some benefit to you of keeping the other person your friend. You know, maybe it's that annoying coworker, but they help you when your stapler's jammed or something like that. That 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 crazy neighbor, but at least when you're gone, they'll check your mail for you. You get something out of the friendship. It's pretty superficial, not very deep at all. It's all about, I'll scratch your back if you just stay out of my life, other words. Y'all with me? Friendship based on utility. But then there are other friendships that are based on pleasure, where there is something about you that draws me toward you. There's some kind of pleasure I get out of having a relationship with you, and you perhaps the same of me. Right. There's some mutual benefit that we have in in carrying on a friendship with one another. Quite often, this would be the young love that we celebrate so much. Right. Can't see anything else around them because they're so connected to one one another. But then there are also you guys keep looking at that. You must know somebody that. That looks like that or something. But the last friendship. Are the good friendships. These are the ones where there is a mutual respect and admiration for each other. These are the good friendships where I don't just care about you. I'll give you my life if I need to. Of course, these are the friendships that take longer to develop. These are the friendships that uh, happen over time. These are the true friendships that give us life, meaningful Life. And if you can't remember how Aristotle said it, someone else summed it up rather nicely. An easy way is to remember that there are friends for a reason, friends for a season, and friends for a lifetime. And maybe one of the questions is what kind of friend are you? What kind of friend are you being to someone else? Friends for a reason. Friends for a season and friends for a lifetime. Now, we all have friends like these, don't we? Well, here's the thing. So does Jesus. Before we get into that, I want you I want to make sure that we consider first what kind of friend Jesus is. If you had to to guess what type of friendship Christ would be able and be willing to offer to us. What kind of friendship do you think that would be? Do you think it would be a friendship of utility that God says, that Jesus says, you are a friend of mine because I can get something out of this relationship? I mean, I'm the savior of the world. I created the heavens and everything all in them. um, But um, I need you. That sound odd to anybody? We see that. 
Christ offers the truest of friendships. Let me remind you what he said. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. So abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Now, here's the trick. I have said these things so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. There is the good kind of friendship. And that is the friendship that Christ offers to us. So many times we, we look at, we think about God, we think about church, and, you know, God just has these things that we have to do. We've got to stay out of trouble. We've got to make sure we mind our P's and Q's. We've got to uh, really watch our lives. And maybe there's some truth to that, but we miss the friendship part of it that God tells us. That I, yes, I want you to follow my commandments. I do. And you follow my commandments by loving each other the way I've loved you. I want you to do that. Yes, you call them commandments. That's okay. But I want you to do them so that you can have this unexplainable joy. I want you to learn how to love each other the way I've loved you because when you do that, that's when you know fullness. That's when you have my joy in you, and that's when your joy is complete. You see, Christ wants the best for us. Christ wants his joy to be in us and for our joy to be complete, because that's what kind of friend Christ is. Y'all with me? But Jesus has these other friends. He has friends for a reason. There are plenty of people who consider what Christ, what God can do for them when they need God to do it. And that's about the only time they think of God. They think about how they, God can get them out of trouble. They think about how God can um, make them rich. They think about how God can fulfill their dreams. They think about how God can do all of these things for them. For them. For them. How shallow is that? And to be honest, there are those kinds of friends that call church home. That we haven't learned how to get past that kind of friendship where God is still just the one we turn to because we know he does awesome stuff for us. Now, God does some powerful stuff for us. But is that all... Is that the only reason why we're hanging around here? Christ has friends who, there's a, there's a mutual pleasure going on. You know, there's, there's something good I get out of being called a Christian. I feel good about myself. And there's something I see in Christ's teaching. There's something I see in about the way he lived that, that I appreciate and that, that I like. And so, yeah, there's, there's something that, that is good there for me. But it's also good for God because I, I'm, I'm learning kind of from, from Jesus. And I'm, I'm kind of learning to be a good person. And people see that. And, and maybe that, that gives them some idea about God. So, you know, there's this kind of give and take in our relationship. And that's okay. That's a, that's a good thing. But even that, friends, is missing the fullness that God wants for us. See, the kind of friend that 
Christ wants us to be is the kind of friend he is. I think Christ wants us to understand that the way the way we accept the true friendship that he offers to us is to live into that friendship. You know, I wish there was another way that we could say it. I wish there were another way, some way we could describe it. But if you look throughout Scripture so many times, you can't get away from it, that the way we relate to God, that the way we fulfill our mission as God's people isn't through programs. It isn't through even preaching. It isn't through anything other than Loving one another. And to be sure, we aren't talking about Valentine's Day kind of love. We're not talking about puppy love. We're talking about a love, love that is willing to lay down your life for your friend. Because that's what Jesus was willing to do for us. You remember that part? Some of us do. And since we see Christ to be that kind of friend, we realize that that is what Christ is calling us to be as well. Jesus said, I do not call you servants any longer because a servant does not know what the master is doing. I've called you friends because I've made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. So many times the disciples were clued in to what Jesus was doing. Granted, they had no idea what he was talking about. They had no understanding of it at all. But he was trying to get them to see that my life is here because I am being obedient to God out of a great love that I have for you, even out of a great love I have to my own father. And I want you to see that. I want you to see what that looks like so that then when you go home, you can know how to live your life just the same. That we love each other, not because we're so lovable, because let's be real. Maybe we have our days, maybe we have our moments, but we can be pretty unlovable. The good news, God still loves us because that's the kind of friendship God has with us. It's going to take our good days with our bad days. It's going to rejoice when we rejoice It's going to put up with us when we need to be put up with. But God says, now that's how I want you to live with each other. Church. Church folk. Because I don't know if you've experienced this or not, but some church folk can be unlovable. But we're the ones... Who Jesus is saying, this is how I want you to live, though. You love each other enough to care for one another, to pray for one another. You love each other enough to put up with one another. You love each other enough to be willing to lay down your life for each other. Now, maybe we have some room to grow In that area, maybe we have some work to do into becoming a better friend of God. But those are the kinds of relationships, those good relationships that take time. They take time to develop. But sisters and brothers, they are so very much worth the time 
as the people of God. We saw it when Peter is out in the, in, in the reading that uh, Ashley gave for us in Acts 10. When Peter was there as he was speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. When Peter finally said, okay, I'm going to be willing, because for Peter, understand this, it was a hard concept to, to understand that God wants him to love everyone. He's okay, most days, with loving the people he's close to, loving the people that are like him. He's okay with loving the people who are around him. But this whole idea about going to people that look nothing like me, who sound nothing like me, who don't believe anything like me, going to them and talking about love and loving them seems kind of like a hard thing to do. But he did it. And for Peter, as Luke tells us, as he was speaking in this one instant, the Holy Spirit fell upon everyone who was listening to him. And there's almost that light bulb that goes off in Peter's mind. <laughs> what in the world was I thinking before? This is the true love of God. Of course, Peter made sure that the, those people were all baptized as a way for, of signifying their unity as now being one in Christ, one in the body of Christ. And I want to suggest to you, sisters and brothers, that when we are willing to love each other as Christ has loved us, when we are willing to love others who may not look like us, sound like us, think like us, dress like us, believe like us, come from the same places we come from, believe the same things we believe, vote the same way we vote, drive the same kind of cars we drive, live in the same kind of houses we live in, when we are willing to love Anybody that God puts on this earth, we begin to see the full power of God. And it's then, I think only then, when we can have the joy that Christ was talking about. When we learn to love each other the way Christ has loved us. Jesus said, you did not choose me. I chose you. And those are some of my favorite words from Scripture. Because I've been coming to church for, I don't know, good I don't, 12, no, it's been longer than that, right? 16, 17 years now. And, you know, I've been thinking, I get up in the morning, I get my coat on and, you know, I get all ready, fix my hair. You know, my hair is going to be dead, right? You know that, right? And I get myself all ready. God, I'm ready to go to your house. And God, I'm here because I believe in you and I hear because I even love you and I want to worship you. And just hear God saying, slow down, cowboy. You see, you got this all backwards. You didn't choose me. I've had my eye on you since the day you were born. And I have wanted to have this deep, Friendship, this deep communion with you ever since I first laid eyes on you. That's the kind of friendship God wants with us. And when we are friends with God, we can't help but share that and to make new friends 
loving them the way Christ has loved us. So, I think we should pray because here's the truth of it. Um, That sounds good on paper or it sounds good in a Bible, but that could be very hard to do. And if you want God's help to be a better friend of God, to be someone who is learning to love everyone around us the way God loves us, then would you please pray with me? Almighty God, we are thankful because you have chosen us to be your own. We are grateful, God, because you call us your friend. And you love us so much so that you were willing to lay down your life so that we could know how much you love us. Forgive us, God, when we have turned away from your friendship by maybe being willing to enjoy the blessings that come from being called a Christian, but never being willing to fully live into that calling. Forgive us, God, for not being a good friend to you. But give us the strength today. Increase our faith today. By the power of your Holy Spirit, may we walk with the comfort of knowing that the creator of the universe calls us friend. And may we walk knowing that that same friend calls us to love those around us the same way. God, we pray all these things then in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our friend. Amen. Amen.